Um, this Action. is where we're, we're going, and this is the first podcast we've recorded without a Queen of England. God save the King. Dude, I, compl- I completely forgot about that. Did you hear? That the Queen died? <laughs> no, I just I, I, I thought I was making that up. Dude. So the fact that she actually did is insane. It's crazy this is how I hear about it. We've got a king. We've got a king now. we got a king. Um, we always did have a king, though. Host, one, we? Of, one of the two hosts of this podcast. Oh, oh, because I <laughs> thought you were about Webb. to give me some, give me some. Josh Webb, king of podcasting. I thought you were going to give me some podcasting. like English Josh trivia Webb. where we technically always no, had a king or something. We did not have Maybe a king. Prince Philip was our king, and because no. isn't Camilla now queen consort, which means she she's is. not actually she's queen, not but actually she's queen. queen by proxy. Well, so I didn't. So so. I thought that the situation was right. So, so when, because I remember from horrible histories, mm. regional Great reference. Friend. Although, actually, I think it's quite big on TikTok. So maybe some American viewers will. Have Is there an American version? Histories. I wouldn't be surprised if it's an American version. Very possibly, it's one of those things that there very possibly is an American yeah. version of. Either way, though. So, um, I remember learning on horrible histories that when Queen Victoria married her cousin, Prince Albert. Mm. Um, he so he would didn't become king because when a queen marries the guy because obviously it's a guy because you know whatever there's, there's, there's not going to be a gay king or queen because the, the entire world happen. would go into meltdown it would be a nightmare mm. it's just fucking anyway not not the, because it that's mean it it shouldn't but that is no but worse. that's just that's just how it would be yeah. but um the when she marries, he does not become king because, partly, it's because king sounds bigger than queen, right? Okay. It's like I mean, a so sort of, you know, yeah. so if, like, but, but also, but, but I mean, that's not kind of the, I, I don't think that's like the actual official reason, but that is part no, of the No, I can reasoning. see that being what But say, when though. the king marries, it, the, his wife does become queen, but the if only time that has ever happened actually where we have that England has had a king and queen at the same time um was William and Mary and that was fucking centuries ago and that was because there was some kind of uh, my, my my actual knowledge of the history of it is very very patchy and and pr- very probably not accurate at all but I think it's because there was some kind of agreement in regards to Game of Thrones style, sort of, you know, like House of the Dragon style. I was like, wondering like, how long it would be before yeah, like, we spoke about House of the Dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like sort of merging merging families and kind mm. of, you know, like it, it was they a don't, sort of... No, they don't merge families in Game of Thrones. They just, like, merge within the family. <laughs> yes, okay, yes, fine. But you know when, um, you know when King, what's his name... House of the Dragon. He's, he wants to marry the. Well, they they want him to marry the child because they're merging the yeah, families yeah, yeah. for power, whatever. That's the William and Mary situation, I think. Mm. And seeing as that's not really a thing that needs to happen anymore, because whatever. If the king marries, she kind of is the queen, but sort of no, she's the queen consort. She's not really actually. Yeah. She's the queen by default, but not. She's not actually the queen. Yeah, but she's not the queen. No, she's my queen though. God save the queen. God, I love Camilla, man. You're, but you're, you, you haven't got to the incest in House of the Dragon yet, have you? You're, um... No, I'm an episode behind you. are an episode behind. You haven't seen our, our king, king of the podcast, Kristen Cole, absolutely gets him. God, I love Kristen Cole um, so much. I think he's gonna die. I, if he dies... I think they're gonna kill him. In if the, he dies, Probably I the die. next episode. If Kristen Cole dies, I die. Yeah. 
That feels about right. I I can get behind that. Um, right. On with on with the show because this week was possibly going to be another House of the Dragon episode, but it's not because we're going to do that later when we do all of our series roundups. Uh, this week is Rick and Morty. It was also going to be Rick and Morty and No Man's Sky, but we've decided we're actually going to do No Man's Sky, much like we did with The Northman, as a separate little thing, um, mm-hmm. just for ease of production more than anything else. So we're going to cover Rick and Morty, but as always, before we do Rick and Morty, we got all sorts of trailers and news and more to cover. Uh mm-hmm. So what happened other than the death of the English Queen this week? You would think nothing based on the way that everyone's going on. But um, what happened? Uh, A new Elvis. Elvis has risen from the dead again. A new Elvis. Uh, So we've been discussing this briefly, but we were like, okay, no, we're going to save this and we're going to discuss this on here because we didn't want to we didn't want to burn out our frustration essentially because what the fuck I'm just confused why recast him yeah so why recast him so yeah so there's a so they, there's the there's a Priscilla Presley biopic in the works which okay Priscilla Presley is um a very sort of interesting character in her own right but if Having just had an Elvis movie, nobody in the world was clamouring for the Priscilla movie. No. Okay. Because Priscilla well, Presley... I'm sure there are some, there are some diehard Priscilla fans out there. Yeah, but Priscilla Presley is inherently is inherently interesting because of, like, you know, that, her surname, Presley, right? Yeah. If yeah. Priscilla didn't marry Elvis, there's not a film being made. So what is the film going to be about? <laughs> probably, probably Elvis, right? Yeah. Um... Which sounds like a kind of sort of just like ragging on Priscilla, but like, come on. Yeah. Um, they're making a Priscilla biopic, and Jacob Elordi has been cast as Elvis. And if, which is which is, I mean, we both we both looked at pictures of him. Cause, and, okay, because because it's not a, also sorry, just just to go back to yeah. that, it's not a um. So 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 if you did a, a so if you did a Kurt Cobain biopic, right, you could reasonably also do a Courtney Love biopic because mm, she was totally. a rock star in her own right she was a musician in her own right she was whatever like b- like before they got together she was she was she she already existed in the public eye right and so you could do a, a Courtney Love bi- biopic in which Kurt Cobain is a supporting character in as much as you could do a Kurt Cobain biopic where Courtney Love was a supporting character but that would work better as a uh, well, um, in fact, Pam and Tommy, right? They had a TV show together, Pam and yeah, Tommy. Okay. But you could yeah, totally yeah. do a Pamela Anderson thing and a Tommy Lee thing, yeah, 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 separately, and it would work completely. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and also, if you wanted to do a Priscilla Presley thing, I can understand them doing it as a continuation of this last movie, but yeah. to just have an Elvis movie come out. And then to do a completely separate one about Priscilla, where you recast both the characters, you don't. I don't know. That seems just seems like a strange. Because it it's like totally to do. off the back of this current Elvis popularity, which yeah, is exactly. from the movie. Because I'd understand it also if we had a if maybe we've just passed, which we haven't. But if we had just passed the hundred hundred years since Elvis died, 
maybe there's mm-hmm. a, a natural resurgence in Elvis interest and you go, okay, well, let's do an Elvis movie and a Priscilla Presley movie and let's do a blah, 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 whatever. But I How just... How old will we be when it's been 100 years since Elvis died? He died in 77, so that would be 2077. I'll be 75. I'll be 75. We'll be 75. That's mental. But also, by the same token, right... Why would you make this movie? Because it's obviously just a cash grab off the back of a previous cash grab. Yeah, it's very strange. Why would you, if you're Jacob Elordi, and, and and not even okay, so taking the role of Priscilla, Olivia Dion was okay, excellent. Yeah, I'm, no, oh, she Olivia Dion was, El- was was yeah. I I actually Elvis, don't know yeah, yeah. because Jacob Elordi is is the one that everyone's talking about because right, if you're taking the role of Priscilla. Olivia Dion's just done it and she was really really good she looked the part she played the part really well but she was nothing more than a supporting role in an Elvis movie right Mm -hmm. so I can understand taking that but if you are anyone in the world and they I don't like I don't care who you are if you're anyone in the world and they approach you to say okay you've just seen Austin Butler absolutely just kill the Elvis role yeah right looks wise mannerisms wise singing wise dancing wise everything the dude killed it like so good that he still actually like talks like Elvis (laughs) a year after filming yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) you know when you search um, when you search who's playing Priscilla Presley in the new movie says Jacob (laughs) Elordi exactly that's what I mean who's anything other than Elvis in this but You've just seen him do that. Do you want the Elvis role? I'd I'd just be like, no. No, thank you. Like, I'm flattered, but I just can't. Yeah. But I also, I don't get why. Because if I was, um, I think it's Sofia Coppola directing it. It is, yeah. Yeah, so if I was Sofia Coppola, and I I don't imagine she's the casting director, but I imagine she has some sway who gets cast. Mm-hmm. I would push so hard to say, can we just, can we get Austin Butler and Olivia Dion, please? Okay, right. Because I think, so Kaylee, I'm not quite sure how to pronounce her name, but it's like Spainy or something. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know who that is, but that's, yeah. Kaylee Spainy, S-P-A-E-N-Y, Spainy. If you are her and we said your name wrong, get in, get in touch with the podcast. Um, she was in Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh, best movie of all time. She was in Bad Times at the El Royale. Most okay movie of all time is fine, but like underwhelming. Uh, She was in... What's that I've... Uh... No. What a filmography. But that's kind of fine. (laughs) I like... Like... perfect right because yeah, to yeah. just get to get a massive i don't know to get a massive actor to do this would just feel a bit again cash grabby yeah but like i would push so heavily to get austin butler and olivia Dion. i know it's di- different studios and yeah. you need different contracts and yes it would be a bit weird but there is absolutely no reason they couldn't do it okay yeah like it's not it's not also, like do you reckon, do you reckon... If you were Austin Butler and you just spent two years trapped in Australia yes, in lockdown, I'd do it. would you? Yes, because this is this like regardless of how you feel, off the back of Elvis, he's now got Dune two. Yeah, 
he's got other things, but like he's got potentially the the but biggest imagine if you, blockbuster. Imagine if you, of the you next found yourself years. typecast as an actor as who just played Elvis. Elvis, the guy that guy who just plays Elvis. He 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 constantly goes on about how much he loved it. I know yeah. that they have to right, but then some actors also do come out of a role and say, "No, I hated that." Yeah, because also this movie isn't going to be. Like, there's reason um, those videos of ah, uh, what's his name, Gandalf on the set of yeah, V. M. McKellen breaking yeah, 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 down yeah, and. Yeah, yeah. On the set of but, so this movie took two years to film in Australia, but it got production got shut down almost immediately because Tom Hanks got COVID and then Rita Hanks got COVID and then they had to lock it down because like the, the whole Hanks family, around, the whole Hanks family, not Chet Hanks though, because he was probably in Jamaica or something. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah. But, um, so it got, there were a lot of complications there, but. This one is presumably going to be a much shorter filming time, a much lower budget, and much less of a spotlight on it. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, I take that. He's got like yeah. he he doesn't need to train for it again. He's still got the accent. <laughs> he hasn't can't lost that. It. Well, he can't shake it. Is he going to still have the accent in when he when he's in June? Do you reckon? I can't, but I can't wait till he Elvis has to shake June. it for another Elvis film, and then suddenly in his press tours, the accent just goes back to the regular Austin Butler, and everyone's like, "What? <laughs> like what happened there?" Or alternatively, he does now he keep then, the Dune accent. Well, no, but maybe maybe when he's playing Dune, when he's in Dune, oh, he's, he's the character Dune. When he's Austin Dune, is he is he Paul Dune? He's Paul Dune, but my favorite character. He in that when he's playing that, he then has to put on another accent on top of that. So now so it sounds Elvis like Elvis doing a different doing accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then when and then when the when the, when the press the, the fucking whatever the, the the press talks come around and he's like, oh, that was oh, it was great. I really I enjoy playing uh, playing in Dune. I was great fun playing in Dune. I was acting as playing a Paul Dune, and I had to put on this special voice to play Paul though, Dune. But I can't like, do it normally because I'm Elvis now. The PR nightmare of having to like explain that he's no longer playing Elvis all the time because yeah. he's still got the Elvis accent. He's in, just in like in I can't. Interviews. I just can't help playing Elvis all the time because I'm Elvis. I'm Elvis Presley. I feel the soul of Elvis within me. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then what does he do? Yeah, how is that going to be? I yeah. And also, how how do you do? How so? If I wanted to, okay. <laughs> so if I if I wanted to do an accent where the accent that I was trying to do would be an Irish person doing a South African accent, right? How the fuck do you go about doing that? And so if you've convinced yeah. your mind that that is how you talk, right? Like Elvis, how do you then do another accent on top of that? Right, and then and then well, how does no, that sound like anything other than Elvis doing because, a different accent? So he did, like you said, he did Elvis for two years, and he, being that he was in lockdown, he was pretty much on his own, mm-hmm. living, breathing, talking Elvis to himself until filming. At which point he's doing Elvis to everyone else. So at which point you do just talk like that. That is just your voice, right? How so, long do you reckon if I spoke like this? Like it, we we spoke so we spoke about this before we recorded when you were doing well I don't even know what we were doing we were both just doing a voice we were like how long do you think we'd solidly speak like we were this doing before? this voice this is the voice yeah, we were doing right? which but is the- a voice I think we featured in the podcast but how long do you think that takes blah 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 before it becomes a real thing you know whatever yeah. so it must be a real thing for him which means it can't be hard to just like he he now just has to learn an impression he doesn't have to learn to do an impression yeah, I'm going to I'm going to look up I'm going to look up how long before does you pick up an accent it take to pick up an accent so 
Accents become permanent around the age of 12. That being said, it's possible for accents to change over time for, or for adults 30, so to develop a subtle accent well after living in a foreign country for an extended period of time. But that doesn't say, that doesn't include anything about if you're putting one on deliberately, right? And so, like, for example... So but that must be happening even quicker, though, if you're forcing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so, but if you listen to interviews with, like, Harry Styles, for example, right? Mm. He's got a kind of weird, slightly... Like, his accent's fucking bizarre because he's it's obviously weird and ambiguous yeah he's obviously english but he spent so much of he's his been life touring, touring for most of in life, america yeah. since he was like god knows how young like like what like 16 i think 16 they did yeah yeah um so he spent so much of his time presumably around people with accents for the pretty much the entirety of his life um that yeah. he has just picked up little weird americanisms and little things that yeah, so like he'll say a couple of words, and it sounds like some of these in isolation. It sounds Does like he, do an American you, when accent, he, but when he spits on Chris Pine, is that in English or an American? Do you reckon? It's definitely an American. That's totally an American. Totally an American. Because he totally, he totally spat on Chris Pine as well. There's yeah, a debate about this. I've watched Pine. it in slow mo. The dude spat on Chris Pine. Spat on Chris Pine. Um. Anyway, to yeah. So to cut this somewhat short, yes, I would take it if i was austin butler yes i would give it to austin butler and olivia Dion. but but more importantly if you can't if you if you just want one of them back get austin butler back i feel yeah. so sorry for jacob Elordi, but also totally bought it on himself why would you take that role yeah and why would you cast him because he doesn't look like elvis and i know austin butler doesn't particularly look like, like elvis but, but austin butler looks a lot more like elvis jacob yeah. L- jacob face shape is all wrong and and it sounds stupid but body type as well is a lot of it yeah yeah anyway um, bizarre news to even consider doing anything involving uh, do you yeah, know what will happen yeah. though what will happen is they've cast Jacob Elordi it will sit on the shelf now for like five years yeah and that'll be it and then either it's gonna die out or it'll be completely adapted into something else where he gets to do Elvis but like literally for the tiniest bit of the film I can't see this happening um, what I can see happening, though, is a couple of trailers being spoken about by us. Ooh, what are we going to talk about today? What trailers are we going to so, talk about? What are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about Willem Dafoe Cowboy movie. I can't um, remember the name of it. That's how memorable this was. It is Dead for a Dollar. So I saw this trailer, Dead mm. for a Dollar, and I sent it to Josh mm. because I thought, well, I didn't know what I thought. I saw this trailer mm. and I thought, what the hell? Right, so it is Willem Dafoe. It is that guy from some movies. What's his name? The guy. Because you know, I, I don't remember anything about. We the all know the guy. We being a bit all know the guy. He's the guy. He's in Hold some on. films. He's in. Hold he's on. In Just a couple of James Bond movies, I think. Dead, Dead for a dollar. I oh, sorry, I'm already there. I'm here. Too. Um. Oh, maybe I'm not here. Why is it? It's Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Anna Gunn's in this. Anna Gunn of um of Breaking Bad fame. Oh, Anna Gunn. Yeah, Skyler. Yeah, it's Skyler White. It is. It's um, me. I'm. This movie I'm is. I'm going to say it now. So you know, and I've been sending you a lot of these again in the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. When the AI generated drawings. Yep. became a big craze this movie is that as a movie because it's so weird and uncanny valley and it looks so weirdly crisp and also so weirdly cheap and yep. it looks when it's in the desert it is totally actually really weirdly I actually said it looked like Breaking Bad mm-hmm. earlier to you 
yeah, I don't yeah. know what to make of it. Like that's all we've really got to say about this trailer. Like what is I, it? Yeah, I'm. I've got no idea, but I am absolutely. I am incredibly intrigued, and I mm. looked at all the the um, some of the some some of the comments on the trailer on on YouTube. And, mm, uh, to them too. Yeah, sort of just like what. I, I, that seems to be the general impression. It's just like yeah. what. Uh, check it out. I mean, I I so last time. It wasn't last time. When we did She-Hulk, I linked a video. I'll do the same in, in this. I'll link the trailer to it. Check that out. Is 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 in a way the perfect trailer because I mean it's we're incredibly about intriguing. It. It's like what the hell? Yeah. But not in a good movie? way though. But in it but it, if nothing else though, that's all, all the trailer is needs good to publicity, do. Dog. Hmm? All publicity is good publicity. Yeah. It's true. It's and, and Yeah, no, because look at fucking Morbius. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. More, more, Morbius talk is back. We sw- morbid we'd never talk. Do this. It's morbid it's talk. Morbid time. But um, uh, yeah, Morbius, Morbius. I mean, look at the. If you look at the downloads that our podcast did on the very first episode, the Morbius episode. Yeah. That movie was terrible publicity, but like, in the same time, the best publicity of, like, of all time. That movie it released twice. It then released on Netflix the day the Queen died ooh, and was ooh, still trending ooh. on Twitter. Speaking of double releases, oh no, that fucking done a Morbius. That fucking Spider Man's coming out again. It's ways. out. It's out again, and I've seen all of the scenes that are in it, and it's totally just like an extra line on the end of each scene. Ugh. Fuck. Um. Boy. Yeah. Probably won't watch extra, it again. I probably extra, won't watch it again. Uh, I I nearly went to see it at the cinema, but only because I had nothing else to do that day, and then I decided I didn't even want to spend my day doing that. <laughs> fair so, fair which, which sounds like it's a terrible movie, but I mean, like, it's not. I just don't feel particularly drawn to watch like three minutes extra of film. Um. Yeah. Completely so understandable. Right. Also, especially when it'll just be on Disney Plus in a couple of weeks anyway. No, it won't. That's the thing. Is, <gasps> what? Uh, Spider-Man is Sony, isn't it? So no, Homecoming is on Disney Plus no. because Homecoming... I can't believe it. <laughs> Homecoming is on Disney Plus because Iron Man plays a heavy role in it, so yep. they can have it. Yep. The Tobey Maguire ones are on there. God knows why. So are the Amazing Spider-Man ones, but Far From Home and Nowhere Home are not, and cannot, and will not be on Disney Plus. No, because Sony won't let them. But no. Prime, I think Far From Home's on Prime. What the hell? Right, I don't know why. Is why is it not on, why is it not on Sony Plus? No, Sony Plus, my favourite streaming service. <laughs> Sony Plus. Why is it not on, on Sony, Sony but Now? But in fact, they're not even on the... Sony Express. They're not on the PlayStation movie store. And PlayStation is Sony. And it used to be that Sony movies would go like straight to the PlayStation movie store because that was like their main yeah, yeah. storefront for movies. I don't know what they're doing. It's like, nowhere. This it's is nowhere. the movie. This is the movie studio that released Morbius twice because they yep. thought people wanted to see it more than yep. once. <laughs> but they, in fact, they thought that people wanted to see that movie once was their first mistake. Yeah, that was um, the first big. I, I also like that not many people saw it the first time, and then Twitter was like oh no, guys, we were just busy, can you release it again and then we'll watch it this time, I promise. And they were totally like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, sure. we believe you no, on we this, we you. believe you. Don't even yeah. stress. Yeah. I, I do think it's amazing, though, that the, the, they literally released it on Netflix the same day the Queen died and Morbius was still number one trending on that day. 
Like, how? Oh, dude. Yeah. Um, anyway, enough Queen talk. Enough Morbius talk. Um, second trailer. Second trailer. Yellowstone. So, right. So, Which, which just as uh, some context, I'll let you take it away, but some context is Yellowstone is a TV show that's now going to run for four seasons. It's, according to the trailer, the number one... Really positive. Yeah, the number one TV mm. show in America... And I mean, one of the top in the world is really, yeah. a really popular show. Oh, but I said I don't, I don't think we're going to cover Yellowstone. We're not no, going to talk totally about it. Totally not, because I don't want to no. watch three seasons of Yellowstone to no, get up to it. But, but uh, so as you know, okay, from an uninitiated standpoint, right? What the fuck? What the hell? I don't think I've ever seen a worse trailer in my life. And I don't know if everyone got um, the same trailer as me. The Paramount Plus trailer, right? What in the God, name of God Christ in Jesus? Oh, I've seen worse trailers. Do you remember the original Venom trailer? No. Which is totally just Tom Hardy sort of like sweating for a really long time and then doing an MRI and then doing a motorbike tra- chase and like oh, Venom no is, is yeah, not okay. once in it. And so like actually <laughs> what was it a trailer for? Well, Venom, oh, was it like but, was it like pre them having actually completed any of the Venom VFX or something? But they needed to get a trailer. Well, out? like I guess they didn't say that, but I guess it yeah, must yeah. have been because there's no Venom in it. Anyway, why why we're talking about Venom? Maybe six or seven years after Venom released, <laughs> God knows. Yeah, but so maybe Sony are masters of movie marketing. Thinking about it, because we've now spoken about like th- what is it three Sony movies? Yeah, shit. In yeah, they are, to be fair, they're killing the game. Yeah, but no, but but yeah, but sorry, I, I, we won't we won't stay on this for very long. But fucking what the fuck? I the don't fucking, know. The Yellowstone trailer. What the hell? You watched this, right? I the, well, yeah. There's I like a, there's it, like yeah. a clip. There's like a clip where oh, like I don't I don't know how is this the number one? The, uh, maybe the actual show is great, but and the, and the 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 trailer editors have. Is it done how many the, seasons is this going to go for? This is the fourth season. Season. This is the final. But is I've this, got no idea. Because to me, it looked like. Because they're all running about frantically with shotguns and stuff. Yeah, they it looked like it's going to be like the final season of the, the trailer show. The trailer editors have done this show, regardless of how good it is, so dirty. Yeah. Because, oh my god, what the fuck. Have you ever I watched... don't know how to describe it. I don't have words. I won't talk about it for much longer. But what in God's name is going on there? And how is this one of the most popular shows in the UK? Not in the UK, sorry. In the world, in, mm. in the United States, in, in, in the fucking universe... Right in the known universe, one of the most popular shows. What? Oh yeah, I it just looks don't appalling. Know. I, like, it looks appalling. It sounds like it sounds like I'm sort of just not saying anything. About, like I actually I have nothing to say in the sense that I'm just sort of actually baffled. Yeah. Because I don't I don't know because it looks like all of the like the bad bits of a Jurassic Park movie but without the dinosaurs. <laughs> right. Right. That's yeah. Exactly what it looked like. Yeah, which sounds which sounds like oh that's okay. Jurassic Park is a well loved series, like a good. Imagine six Jurassic out Park of the eight no Jurassic dinosaurs. Park movies are bad. Yeah, and, and also, also imagine, imagine watching yeah. those with no dinosaurs. Right, would the, they still the redeeming be feature. No, I don't know why they're well loved with some of the dinosaurs as well. <laughs> I uh, that sounds. I love I love Jurassic Park, the good ones, which is like two of them. No, the good um, Jurassic Park movies are brilliant movies, but the bad mm. Jurassic Park movies are some of the worst movies. Yeah, so take the dinosaurs. There are no, I don't actually. There dinosaur. are no middling Jurassic trailer. Park movies. Uh, there are Jurassic, only good no, or bad no, Jurassic, Park Jurassic Park World One middling. 
No, I don't even think, yeah, I think that was bad. Yeah, it is middling. No, because it's not a bad movie, because it's fine. It's just, it's just literally they've made Jurassic Park again, except with a less likeable lead. Yeah, that's dumb. Exactly. No, but, it's just, no, but that's just middling, that's fine. <sighs> if you remake a good movie, but with a slightly less likeable lead, it doesn't become a bad movie, it's just fine. I guess, you know. yeah... You're right, fine. Anyway. Yeah. If you, made, if you like, remade Indiana Jones, but with, like, Michael Cera, it doesn't become a terrible movie. It just becomes, Oh, like, no, okay. I... Yeah, oh. fine, it would be excellent, but for, but for Michael, bad reasons. Michael Cera, wrong choice. If you, if you said... Okay, so, so you'd say... I'm just trying to think of the most, okay, if, like, sort okay, if of you, if you re, No, 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 if you, if you remade... If you remade um, Indiana Jones, but instead you, you did it with, like, Mark Wahlberg, right? They did that is Uncharted. Oh, there you go. Uncharted is just a middling movie, and that's yeah, okay. evidence of it. Yeah, yeah there okay, you go. Um, right. So from two terrible trailers to yeah. Sorry, I was just I was just gonna say because I thought you were about to move on. I was just gonna say we got one more trailer. We yeah. Do we got so one more trailer? From two terrible trailers to one really great trailer. It's a directorial debut from a guy who has only done the scores for films before so he did the score for the batman he did the score for rogue one he did a couple of other things but i would say and i think you would say too pretty good track record great track record right yeah. but you might then go so okay so 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 his directorial debut is uh is with a marvel film so you might think why would they take that gamble it seems like what a payoff yeah. From the trailer, anyway. So this is Werewolf by so, Night. So I've been, I've been saying, and I and so I was I was saying when I we think were talking said about it on this, the podcast, what yeah, yeah, but this, but this this is something that I that I, I so um I I would I would like <laughs> I would like podcast viewers our podcast viewers listeners do you not think that I'm just some kind of miserable shitbag who hates everything? You okay? are. We don't want you to. Th- we don't want the listeners to think that. No, maybe I am a little bit, no, but no, I, but I, so I've been, I've been, so one of my, one of my gripes with Doctor Strange, for example, was that they were so close to doing a kind of, oh, you know, they've got all of these characters, they've got all of these genres in terms of the comics so they can branch out into and do different things with, why are they not just making just fucking whatever, right? Just make, make a horror movie, make a weird sitcom, make a fucking just like whatever. Okay. Why are they sticking to this same formula? And this trailer for Werewolf by Night looks like, and I, I don't know, I might watch it and I might still dislike it, but I am really, really, Promising. really chuffed. I'm really, really happy to see that they've they've released a trailer for something that looks like, I don't know, it, it, it is a massive step in a completely different direction that they have not covered with any Marvel content before. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, it's like a it's sort of like a film noir looking horror movie. Like a sixties classic, like yeah. Alfred Hitchcock type. Yeah. Like, like yeah. it looks fucking brilliant and I'm really, really excited about it. And, and far more because, so I can't remember if I mentioned this in the last, I can't remember if I'd watched it when we did the last episode, but I watched, um, Thor Love and Thunder yeah, I, I watched that again. I, I watched that again yesterday, actually. Did I? Did I? W- had I watched that when we did the last episode? I think I we I watched had. it, but I don't think we spoke about it. Okay, well, whether we did or not, I'll say again. I also that was the first Marvel movie that I've watched in a very long time that I really, really enjoyed. I loved. It. I thought it was brilliant. It was I thought it was really, really good fun. I thought it was. It, do you know those goats scream fifty-eight times throughout the movie? I fucking bet they do, man. Mm. But I, I didn't. I actually didn't laugh once. But no. I, but the rest of the movie, I loved. Yeah. Uh, yeah the the yeah. goat. I think to be fair, I think the goats were probably my least favorite part of that movie, mm-hmm. and they were fine. Yeah. Um. 
I I don't know. I, it was I, again that it felt really really refreshing because it was it was a funny movie, but it was a departure from the just sort of constant stupid Marvel quips, which is the comedy that they put in those movies normally, right? That's the comedy quota in Endgame, right? What is the comedy quota? There's like there's fucking the Hulk dabs, and then they do a few quips, right? Yeah, like that's like that's the comedy in those movies. But Taika Waititi is, and actually another movie that we we've spoke about wanting to talk about on here mm. is like Jojo Rabbit, right? Jojo Rabbit's gold. Taika Waititi is a fucking brilliant comedy writer. I mean, um, what we do in the shadows, right? That's written partially but by him. But also, he's not just a brilliant comedy writer. He's a brilliant writer, and he happens to be able to make everything funny as well. Yeah. Because yeah. he does the emotional bits so well. We spoke about Jojo Rabbit last night in our mm. own time. Um, and how you know how our teachers like talk about this in your own time class? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. did. We did. We spoke about Jojo Rabbit. And, um, <laughs> in our own time. Because, because we do talk when we're not in our own time. We, 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 we know each other outside of this. It's surprise, incredible. Surprise. It's weird that we don't just call up once every two weeks to do this. But <laughs> so, like Scarlett Johansson's death in that film is heartbreaking. Spoilers. Right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I go, what? I just said spoilers. <laughs> oh, spoilers! Yeah, I thought you said I thought you said what is, and I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, spoilers. Um, yeah. Spoilers. People people buy in Nazi movie, but mm, shit. Yeah, but but then also it, it goes so quickly back to being funny, but not in a way that feels forced. Just like mm. in a completely. Natural I mean, I mean, way I mean, I mean the you know, the the Hitler is a Hitler is a a, a a very prominent character in that movie, but is Hitler as imagined yeah. by a child who's been indoctrinated by Nazi Germany, and he's sort of some kind of this like this hero. And also, and there there are so many parts of it as well. So, for example, I remember reading something about how um, so Hitler in. Jojo Rabbit, his idea of Hitler, played by Taika Waititi, um, smoked cigarettes, for example. Yeah. Um, and Hitler in real life didn't smoke cigarettes, and he was very, very averse, very anti, them. very anti them. And this, uh, and so this is, you know, um, so th- this little, this little character, this little boy, who's completely idolizing this, like this kind of, you know, figure of of power is, is in Nazi Germany. He's got actually no idea who the fuck he is. He's no. got no idea what he stands for. He's got no idea about anything at all. It's just this sort of blind, indoctrinated following, and the way that that's portrayed is so kind of humanizing and 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 interesting and brilliant. And he does this in such a fucking great way. It's that 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 whole movie is so is so yeah. It's it's really really incredibly humanizing. It's really brilliant. It's it's really funny but it's but also really, really yeah guessed. it's really bittersweet right and it's it's genius i think it's fucking it's a fucking great film if, um like yeah. maybe well i don't know when the movie came out but if 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 before the movie came out you were told someone's going to make a movie that completely humanizes and makes you feel for the people of nazi germany well no no because i know I, it's possible no i know it's possible yeah, yeah. but but you probably would have been like i don't think that's going to happen in a movie and, yeah. and but he totally does, and and yeah, it's possible because because as as Taika Waititi has said himself, and as it shows in the movie, a lot of the people in that country were not bad people, and a lot no. of them actually were completely opposed to it. For example, Scarlett Johansson's character, yeah, who houses a Jewish girl, yeah, um, and dies for it, right? Exactly, and, and dies yeah. for yeah, dies to f- fighting this and handing out pamphlets against this, right? Mm. So, but. 
yeah, I just I just think I I think Taika Waititi is a genius, and I think to bring it back, I think that they've they've taken so, so the report currently is is that he won't be coming back for Thor five because of negative reviews for Love and Thunder, but I think that is criminal. I, I didn't like Ragnarok. Shame. I'll no. be fair. I didn't. Well, I haven't seen Ragnarok. Ragnarok. No, I. Well, you might like it because it's not too far different. I just thought it was a bit too much. It didn't quite lean into the Taika Waititi humor quite as much as it could. I so I because I I thought so I don't know so so just to yeah back to love and thunder I thought you know um, Russell Crowe in that incredible (laughs) that was brilliant that was such a good scene it was fucking hilarious I love the and the um the also. Right, Christian Bale's really good. I mean, Christian Bale's excellent. Christian Bale's goal. fucking brilliant. He's really, yeah. really good. And I sort of, I don't know. I, I um, remember when the trailer came out. I was still at uni, and um, me and me and Callum watched it. And, and Callum was like, because uh, Callum was a Callum's a bit of a film guy, and yeah. he was like, no, he love American Psycho. Well, no, no, he's he, like he, Wolf of Wall Street. No, he doesn't actually. Um, <laughs> but he was like, no, no, film Christian Bale, Bale serious serious movie actor he's been reduced to Marvel no movie. he's phenomenal right? but he's fucking brilliant isn't he? he's great I, and, and it it doesn't feel like he's been reduced to Marvel movie it's like no he's, he elevates it around him yeah, as he's well great. he's yeah he's really good and he's a great villain also and I know you so you were saying when we were talking about what were we talking about we were talking about oh we were talking about a movie where I was fr- Talk about the fucking Northman, right? Frustrating, mm. non-understandable villain slash protagonist motives, right? Mm. If I was in yeah, this position, yeah, fair fucking play, man. But also, um, the the fact that in the end he doesn't do the villain thing, like no. he comes around as well, and he's like, actually, like I've I've done some bad things, but like I'm just gonna make the right decision, which is to sacrifice himself and bring his daughter back. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's. Wicked. I think he's. I think that's yeah. a great character. I think, also, um, great character to have, because he could potentially have been a Thanos style kind of multiple, mm. multiple series super mm. powerful like whatever. Yeah. Um, Possibly no, should have been in a way maybe. Yeah. But I'm glad as well that they did it the but, way they but did. Yeah, but but to, but to have him developed and then have his story wrapped up in as uh, effective a way as it was in that movie brilliant oh, yeah. yeah I wouldn't have minded maybe though not in the Thanos way in the sense that he goes through separate movies but he's an Avengers villain I wouldn't have minded maybe Gore is set up in like the first Thor movie like a couple of gods have died and they're like like what? what is this mm-hmm. and then come Thor 4 they're like here he is fully in, in Infinity War style and this is this I wouldn't have minded if there were a few through lines of like various gods dying and but uh, yeah yeah regardless like excellent and i thought uh, i i I loved the i loved his power set as well like going through moving through the shadows that makes very cool fight scenes really cool and the uh the the, when they when they when it all goes black and white for that scene yeah how amazing that looks yeah and when they got the lightning bolt and that's because this this is the other thing this is the thing that i was frustrated about um Multiverse of Madness not doing enough of, mm. just, just, just full sending it right. Yeah, and, and now they they're starting to though. Yeah, and and so and so. Werewolf by Love, Night is proof yeah, of that. Exactly. So Love and Thunder, I felt like was them full sending it. 
yeah. because it is ridiculous. It is over the top. It's also got just as much drama and just as much actual serious, you know, tension. And I mean, Jane Foster has cancer. Like, it's pretty yeah, serious exactly. in places. Yeah, like, she's yeah. literally dying. Yeah. At the same time, yeah. there's that whole first fight scene where Thor just kind of destroys everything. And that's, the was, weird, that's my favorite bit of the, the movie. The weird though, sarcastic but... Blue King, who's kind of like, like, what the fuck is that about? But it's funny. The... It's great. It the Jean Claude Van Damme splits across the two yeah, like hoverbikes. It's, yeah, it's fucking awesome. brilliant, and and because and, and Multiverse of Madness, I think, was supposed to feel like them going full send. Yeah, right? not quite. But it though, wasn't. It? it wasn't there at all. And I did, it didn't know what it wanted to be though. No. Just like was it a, was it a weird horror like Scarlet Witch horror? Was it a weird comedy like buddy adventure across the yeah, multiverse? I what don't is know. It? I really don't know. And I because don't, yeah. Pick a direct. It doesn't matter what the direction is, whether you want to do a hyper serious movie. For example, Secret Invasion. The trailer for that came out. We're not going to talk about that one, uh, but that came out. It looks like this hyper serious like spy thriller. Mm-hmm. Great. Werewolf by Night came out. This this sixties style, you know, classic, almost like uh, I don't know, like cheesy horror. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, like, I, whatever it is, pick a direction, well, fully commit to it. So really just go for that. I think, I think, um... Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder, okay, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, it's, it felt a little bit, um, felt a little bit Bill and Ted, right? Yeah, I can see that. I think. In the movie it's... we have spoken about, but I... It didn't come out yet, but it will. Yeah, well, come it, probably Christmas. I think is when I'm looking at releasing that. Um, I think I don't know. It's it, like it's it's a movie that knows it's a bit stupid. Yeah, but I just wish that that's good. I, I wish the Multiverse of Madness had known it was a bit stupid. But that's with that fucking the the piano notes fight. No, it's just like hey, that it's just embarrassing. Mind. We're not even going to talk about it. It's an embarrassing watch at points. I actually do. Uh, if you haven't, go go back and listen to our Multiverse of Madness uh, review. We also talk about 1978's Doctor Strange and it's Which well worth listening just for that because that's an incredible wonderful. movie. Um, so, uh, speaking of uh, speaking of wacky adventures through space, the time and multiverse, Rick and Morty. We, uh, what a segue, right? What a segue. What? That was, I um, not, that was, that was excellent. Like, we, I couldn't have written that. No, I no. didn't either. I should have though. Uh, we you didn't need have, to. I didn't need to. Just off the dome. Um, Rick and Morty season six is here. Uh, we're here two episodes stay. in. As long as well, yeah, it's here to stay until season seven. Society, I guess. Live. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess until the breakdown. But even then, because someone might have it on a hard drive somewhere. But I'm gonna die. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put season six of Rick and Morty on a hard drive and bury it somewhere in Bournemouth. Which is road. not just a random location I chose; is is where I live. Um, I'm I'm okay with saying that because like the whole of Bournemouth is fairly big, so you know. Yeah. But I'm gonna bury it just like somewhere on Bournemouth Beach, like thirty foot deep. <laughs> do it, do it. I'm in a waterproof casing, just in case the beach gets. Flat. No, but the 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 hard drive itself over time it'll it'll erode. There's it'll loads become. of them in there. Loads of hard drives. There's SD cards, USB sticks. There's a CD. There's um, magnetic tape with it on. How will future society be able to decode these things? It doesn't matter decode. whether they do or not. It's still on there. Shit. I'll put it on a vinyl disc. I'll put the audio of Rick and Morty on a vinyl disc of That'd season be crazy. six. Yeah. 
That anyway, um, yeah, season six of Rick and Morty is here. We're two episodes in, so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about... We're going to go full spoilers, because who cares? It's Rick and Morty. And Morty. we are going to talk about these two episodes now, and then uh, in about a month's time, when She-Hulk has wrapped up, and House of the Dragon has wrapped up, and Lord of the Rings, uh, Rings of Power has wrapped up. I haven't watched any of that yet. Neither have I. Uh, when when all of those are out, we're gonna do a wrap up bonanza, a wrap up extravaganza, a bonanza of wrap up, up, exactly. And um, we're just gonna talk about them all. So uh, this is more of just a what are we thinking of it so far than anything else. This isn't definitive thoughts. This isn't definitive review. But it uh, and, and 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 of course, like it it's is Rick and Morty, Morty so is back, who cares? and they're they're in space and they're doing shit. I'd argue yeah. better. Than, it's back and it's better than ever as well. I, I yeah, I, I really, I, I really enjoyed those last two episodes. Mm. Um, I liked them going back to the so so, uh, Morty goes back to the old Cronenberg. Yeah. So 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 what happens episode. in the end of the last season? Just to give us uh, some. So evil Morty takes over the citadel. Am I right? Yeah. You are. Yeah. Because he win, he wins the election, if you remember previously yes. in the previous yes, yes, seasons, yes, yes, yes. and then now he's in charge. Yep. Mm. And he essentially he, he essentially wrecks the he wrecks the place up, dog. He destroys the, the like the portal nexus type thing, yep. doesn't he? And, so they can't yeah. just cut about willy nilly. Portals are done. Portals There's are no more portals. No more portals. So what do they do? What can they do? But they get, except be saved by Beth, and then try and work out. I'd argue they're more saved by Summer. Yeah, probably. Well, in the long run, they're saved by Beth initially. Space Beth. Space Beth. Speth. Speth, yeah. Because it's a big, it's like it's like an Endgame joke at first, isn't it? He's sat there and he's doing the Iron Man talking to the helmet, and in Endgame, Captain Marvel turns up. In this case, it's Beth, and they they literally like explicitly say that there's an Endgame joke. Yep. Um, and then they do the Snyder Cut Justice League thing where the Superman scream rings out through the universe. Yep. Um, and Imagine being just like in the universe and you just hear kind of like... Ah. Yeah, because that's like, all it is in that film Superman, as well. Yeah. It's not even like echoed, it's just loud throughout the universe. Ah. You're just being like somewhat close to it. You'd be like, oh my god, that's so... <laughs> my, ah. <laughs> yeah, imagine being anywhere on Earth, right? I know, exactly. If, it's like ear splitting. Because in that case, like, Dark side can hear it from like, I don't even know where. Oh, dude, is, is Superman! Is, can Superman shout so loud that the sound waves can travel through a vacuum, which is impossible? Yeah, that must be how loud he can shout. No, wait, then, let me think about this. Unless the sound waves themselves are so wide. No, because I've just got to think about the Snyder Cut, which is a thing I try not to do much. <laughs> Um, that's, I, I, that's, we reasonable. slag Zack Snyder off a lot in the last I, I do I do enjoy his films but um, in it does he his screams wake up the mother boxes but I can't remember if that's because they're on earth or if they wake them up and also they just hear it from space it doesn't matter it really doesn't I don't know why it doesn't matter um, yeah I mean so so yeah so episode one of season six follows uh, Rick is trying to Rick tries to reset the portal guns so that they can, you know, he tries to do a hard reset on the portal fluid so he can sync everyone up, you know, back to the, I guess, the central portal thing. But um, inadvertently sends, resets portal travellers back to their original, you know, location. So Rick goes to... 
his original that sounds stupid because they all go back to the original but his original universe in which Beth and Diane had been killed mm-hmm. uh, Morty goes back to the Cronenberg universe mm-hmm. and Jerry it turns out was the wrong Jerry from the Jerry Daycare yep and so he goes back to season 2 Rick and Morty arguing family yep yeah adventures ensue adventures ensue of course they do classic Rick and Morty style Richard and Mortimer Rickolus and Mortified Doc and Marty Doc and Marty have you you have seen I've, them I have seen Doc them. and Marty yes no, I'll link that as well everyone go and check out Doc and Marty and I don't yeah. need Back to the Future check out actual Doc and Marty yeah pre-Rick and Morty Justin Roiland doing yes. a little proof of concept um, very weird I like that they're the main notes that I've written for this are I like that now because Rick and Morty has always had certain sort of through lines uh, you know season to season episode to episode but I like that now they are going like very sort of um, consistent plot from mm-hmm. season to season Evil Morty for example uh, the death of Rick's family uh, mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the, like episode one to episode two, they don't really link. Mm-hmm. But season five to season six link very heavily. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that, but I like that. No, I like yeah, that no, it's no, starting no. to build I, I, up some momentum. Because the first few, first couple of seasons particularly are very sort of just episodic, right? It's just sort of like the... They do a different episode in each different. Uh, yeah. They do a different adventure in each episode, and sometimes they do a little callback. They go, "Oh, I remember the Gazorp Gazorp baby." That's, yeah, that's pretty much and all it like, is. is and like, yeah, yeah, I do. And that's kind of it. Yeah. Right. But then that's about it. Yeah, literally. Like yeah, but or it, maybe a recurring character every so often. Yeah. Like a background character. I also like I a not, squanch. Yeah, I, I also really like the um, the little uh, the the little specials that they do. Oh, dude, Bushworld Adventures, man. What do you mean a special? The little special. Yeah, Bush- the the oh, apps. like like Bushworld Adventures and yeah, like the, the little, Samurai the Jack little, one. Yeah, I think that, yes. I think that's cool. They're great. Yeah, they're Bushworld cool. Adventures is by far the best one. Bushworld Adventures but is. Uh, Bushworld that's Adventures. Another one I'll, I'm gonna link so many things. By far surpasses any episode of Rick and Morty. Uh, I think, personally. Uh, I mean, it de- it depends because. Yes, it does in a way, but then there are some episodes of Rick and Morty that are actually, aside from haha funny butt joke, mm-hmm. are actually like really good, just solid episodes of TV. Like, I um, I, I agree, like like, but yeah, but also but also like Bush don't <laughs> yeah, but how much interdimensional cable right Bushworld Adventures is is genius, yeah. but but interdimensional cable is is the same sort of humor as Bushworld Adventures, but like. Well, I I I, love, I don't think I, it's a passive, I love, but I think it's I love Bushworld Adventures. It. I love Bushworld Adventures because I'll tell you why I love Bushworld Adventures. And briefly, we'll talk about another TV series real yes. quick. It's Michael Michael Cusack, and I love Michael Cusack, and I love Smiling Friends. Let's talk you about Smiling so Friends. Much. Why don't you Why don't you marry him, Alfie? Maybe I will. I would love to. Let's talk about Smiling Friends real quick. Yeah, real quick, real quick. Real quick. Smiling Friends, if you're a fan of Rick and Morty, I think, and you haven't seen Smiling Friends, Smiling Friends is a very, very good series made by... If you're in the UK, it plays straight after Rick and Morty, if you... Yeah, it does. Watch it, you literally watch watch Rick and Morty in it all four. Or just Channel 4 as well. Yeah, yeah, it's like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
probably like, oh, you probably like Smiling Friends. And you know what? You probably would because Smiling you, Friends, you, I think, you is do like excellent. Smiling Friends. You do like Smiling Friends. Yeah. Smiling Friends is an excellent TV series made by one. Uh, so I fucking, God knows how long ago it was. It was years ago. I was shown by a friend of the podcast, River. Yeah, River's a, River's a friend of the podcast. We'll get River on the podcast one day. River would love to be on the podcast. Does friend. River know he's a friend of the podcast? Uh, no, but he does now. Does he listen to the podcast? Fuck knows. Probably not. Send this send this episode to him. Yeah, sure. Maybe I will. Yeah. Friend of the podcast, my friend from primary school. I've known this known this man since I was five years old. Anyway, he showed me Michael Cusack fucking years ago, probably when I was like 14, 15. That sounds about right from mm. when you would have told me about Michael Cusack, mm. which was a, like maybe 16. So mm. like, yeah, that makes, um, that makes sense. But he, he posted a bunch of little... Um, Weird little animations on YouTube, sort of just like weird, kind of sort of similar kind of humor to Rick and Morty, sort of like strange, over violent, kind of uh, like mental, just like got like I don't know, like like from the mind of yeah, like whatever. I don't even know. I, it's very difficult to to explain or categorize what the fuck any of you've these were about. You've just yeah, you've just, you've just yeah. kind of just got to watch them. Um, but I had been subscribed to him on YouTube for ages, and then I saw when Bushworld Adventures came out. Is it was the same animation style, and also it was Australian. Michael Cusack's Australian. Have watched that about a hundred times I know. within the first couple of days. I, I know, and, and it came out, and I was like, first thing I thought I was like, holy fucking shit! Have they got Michael Cusack to do a Rick and Morty episode? And at the time, because we were both mad into Rick and Morty at the time as well, I was like, dream actual dream. Dream collab, like dream crossover yeah. here. I was like, "What the fuck? This is awesome!" And it is fucking brilliant. It's so good. Um, Rick and Morty. They gotta go to Bendigo. They gotta get the cube. They <laughs> gotta put the witchy grub on your cock. Yeah, he's gotta put the witchy grub on his cock. grub on your cock. They they meet the they 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 meet Uncle they meet Barry. Uncle, Uncle Barry. Uncle, Uncle Barry turns into a Ute. He's the, he becomes the Ute, and then he takes them to Bendigo, and then and then Rick doesn't even know why they went to Bendigo in the first place. Is a nightmare. It's a whole nightmare, but it's brilliant. Um, and yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, that that's that's probably my favorite Rick and Morty episode. But having I'll said give that, you that, yeah. Having said that, these new episodes are also very good, and I enjoyed watching them. Quality wise, like animation style, writing, and we we spoke about while watching it, like voice acting, because people have said about like people yeah. who have worked with Chris Parnell have said Chris Parnell is Jerry. Is just one of the most like naturally talented voice actors just ever, and he na- everything just nails it first take. And even if the people working with him don't think that necessarily the first take will work, it just does always. Um, but so yeah, animation, voice acting, writing, everything—it just feels like this massive step up. Like they find, they say finally found their flow. Because, because Rick and Morty, like, that makes it sound like Rick and Morty has been this struggling show that's sort of struggled to find form. Rick and Morty is widely loved for a reason, but yeah, yeah. very, very publicly, um, Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon have not maybe always seen eye to eye on where it should go, and they've clashed with the studio, and they've clashed with each other, and they've, you know, uh, clashed with, like, with themselves, like, about where the show should go, but it feels like, finally, they've actually gone, this is what we're doing this is how it's going to look and sound and what it's going to be about. And they've just run with it and they've nailed it. Um, and hopefully that does mean now it won't be literally like two years in between every season. And mm-hmm. maybe because 
it got renewed for like 10 seasons uh, just after like season four. I worry so, about this though, right? I don't. I just think Rick and Morty, because I always worry with things like that, but Rick and Morty is the type of thing you just you just can carry on because if, if, if even if it gets bad, you just go, oh, we're, oh, booger, booger AIDS, we're doing this massive reset. <laughs> and then they just like reset the portal and suddenly like whole new thing. Yeah. And then it's fine. It's not like The Simpsons where you do 30 seasons and then you're like, how many, how many times can we like make jokes about the society we live in and just like try try not to come across like we're just old. But Rick and Morty isn't. I don't think it runs that risk. It's, it's why I always, because I, I really like Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. And that for me, that's gone for 10 seasons now. And that for me, the beauty of that, I think is just that it, it can be so many things. Sometimes they just do a musical episode. Sometimes mm-hmm. they do a parody of a pre-existing show. Sometimes they do a, you know, just a, a, a nice touching heartwarming story. Sometimes it's just a fun, like it was never it, okay, so, so Ad- adventure old. time right adventure time has that's finished not, now i believe yeah right yeah but there are loads of episodes of adventure time which aren't about jake and finn it's just yeah, exactly so a couple of little little magical little creatures some little they guys can just do whatever little guys and they're just they're having an adventure it's adventure There's another time. justin roiland it's not his show but he's on it he's in it so yeah he is isn't he yeah. yeah yeah um yeah. but rick and morty also can and has done that right it's an episode yeah. where it's just, it's just some other shit. Exactly, and and you can I, I I just don't think I think I think yeah if they if they if they did the ten seasons and they went now we've renewed it for another ten seasons you might be like oh, oh, twenty four seasons of Rick and Morty's yeah but I I think at the minute safe ground I, we're six seasons in and at no point has it showed anything other than improvement since the yeah. first episode if you watch the first episode now and then you watch the latest episode it's almost unrecognizably so much better yeah yeah, yeah. you know it looks so much cleaner it sounds so much better like which sounds stupid because it's a almost like almost like our podcast you might uh, don't don't go back and listen to the first episode because it's bad that's not true that's um great. it's it's not as good as it is now but it it you would think with a with a show that has had you know big studio backing since the start, it would have been as good as it always was back then. But totally, it's got better since. Oh, then. I mean, you, know, you watch um, Always Sunny, right? First season yeah, of Always that's Sunny a looks like it's shot on a fucking VHS camcorder. Yeah, and it yeah, and it, it <laughs> seems like it was written by someone who's never watched TV. Yeah, it's a- <laughs> and then Danny DeVito joins, and it's good. Yeah, it's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so episode. Yeah, I mean, there. Are, if we just talk briefly about, I guess the the episodes. Um, mm-hmm. So episode one, like we said, they go back to the original locations. Um, Morty finds original Jerry, who is who is like the last surviving like member yeah, of the family yeah, yeah. in the apocalypse. I like that Jerry is so often, and then they say it literally in the episode. But Jerry's so often underestimated, but like he is also just like he just always somehow manages. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, so yeah, essentially that's it though. They get they they work out and they get back to uh, Summer and Beth and Beth also, but again uh, at the Citadel. But they run into the the Rick that killed Rick's wife and child. Mm-hmm. Um, but do they run into him? They do, but do they? Because it's a trap. Is it is it a trap when he's well, when they, naked Rick in a tube? Yeah. Is it? It's not. But is not. it? But it it's is not. It. 
No, 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 no there's not, because then in the end credits scene... Yeah, no, I know. But is it? No. Like, it is, it is, it is the real Rick there in the tube, because in the end credits scene he's got no trousers on. But oh, is, yes. is it a trap? Yeah. Is it a trap? I reckon. You never know. Is there a bomb? Because there's all the countdowns. I reckon. So that seems like because Evil Morty was the was the villain for the last six seasons as such, somewhat. And I'm 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 almost a hundred percent sure he'll return, but are they now setting up now fully ramping up to that Rick being the villain now? Like for the next few seasons yeah I suppose they could mm. and that would kind of make sense as well because I, it, are those two it, totally going to team really up good. and make a Rick and Morty duo hmm yeah no I don't reckon they will I reckon probably too much power struggle yeah but no that's but, but also I, but, I, but I think also it's a really good that's a really good opportunity to actually do more fleshing out of the backstories of these yeah. characters, of this family, of this whatever. Because you, at the start of Rick and Morty, you get thrown into the dynamic and you under you come to understand the dynamic very, very quickly, but you don't Almost know. immediately. You, you yeah, exactly. But you don't um, know much about them, really. No. Um, which is partially, I think, kind of where some of the charm comes from. Which is why you can do anything within it. It could be yeah. for 10 seasons, as you can just do exactly. anything with that. But it would also be quite cool, I think, for them to go into... And also because as well the, the the thing about the concept of the show as well is that you know the 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 the, the overall backstories and dynamics between each Rick and each Morty is going to be more or less the same, but yeah you can kind of you can you can you can do whatever you can There's do wiggle room whatever. There. yeah like infinite wigger room with exactly. infinite universes exactly and, infinite and that's timelines. that's one of the sort of like but they have also the most interesting points like, of the show right particularly with Rick they have completely fleshed out over I can't believe we're sat here like can you imagine two years ago if we were told that we'd be like analysing the character growth of Rick and Morty but I'd I'd, I don't know what I'd do man I'd be heartbroken but also I wouldn't be surprised but I would be as well but (laughs) but over the past few years they have Rick has fleshed out in the sense that every so often does he care about Morty he doesn't who does knows? he who knows but also they they do like the flashback I don't know if you remember they do the 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 flashback where you see like the battle that Rick and Bird person were like part of and it's always said oh Rick suffered this like massive loss in that battle and that's why he's so like fucked up and depressed and all this it turns out the massive loss was that he opened up to Bird person and called him his friend and Bird person was basically just like no Mm-hmm. No, which I like. Like that's the sort of thing they are like slowly doing that. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised now if they really knuckle down on that and just go. We're fully fleshing all of this out. Did that happen to every single Rick? No, it happened to the Rick that we've got. No, but why kind of. are they all ourselves? I don't know. There's infinite universe. It might have happened to every single Rick. I don't know. Do you want? What do you want? Do you want me to go and ask all the infinite Ricks? Do you want me to go and say? Infinite yes. Ricks. What's ask all the in infinite, infinite Justin Roilands. What if I ask one Justin Roiland infinite times? Oh, he'll get really sick of that. Well, yeah, but he might give me different answers eventually because he's oh, I've been asked infinite times. He'll get so sick of that. He'll if stop. you if you leave a Justin Roiland in a room for infinite years with a typewriter, how long is it before he types out the works of Shakespeare? I reckon quite quickly because I think he'll clock onto the joke. Not if you don't tell him. I no, but he... I think he'd understand quite quite. 
quite quickly. Start trying to type out quite quickly in the sense that it might take like ten years before a person finally snaps and just thinks, "Fuck it, this might be what they want." No, I think if you put me in a room with a typewriter and you said that I was going to be in there for infinite time, I probably would quite quickly understand that you wanted me to write the works of Shakespeare. If I did it with a, if it, I think what would take for me would be that, and also if you had a poster of a monkey on the wall, I'd probably then get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd yeah. be like, okay, this is what they're doing here. Like saw style, saw trap style. Yeah, the yeah, I've got, I've got, got to figure a bear this trap out. On my hands. Yeah, bear trap, bomb, maybe. And probably is yeah. a monkey in there as well. Nope style. No, but like, but like in 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 the Batman where there's the the rat cage on the guy's head, except it's a, a big cage with a monkey in. Yeah, like in a like in the movie night, mo- mo- not the movie. Well, movie also, but like in the 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 famous novel, 1984. Is there a monkey in a cage? There's a there's rat in a rat. that. Yeah, no, but I mean specifically in the Batman when there's the riddle that he has to solve and if he doesn't, there's the rat that goes into it. In this case, it's if I don't type out the works of Shakespeare, the monkey gets released into the big cage that's attached to my head. Yeah, no, I know, but there's a big cage. There's I know that happens in 1984, but he doesn't have to solve a rage. There's a cat rage. There's a cat rage. Not a rat cage. Cats do rage sometimes. You know, they do, they... especially in the year 1984 when we're... When, big year for cats. That we're year. in a surveillance state. Just for that one year as well, which I find so wild. Yeah, in 1985, we just snapped out of it. We, we were like, yeah, no fuck, longer fuck surveilling anything. State we just, shit, yeah. Big Brother closed his eye. Big Brother Big brother went to bed. Bumped his head and didn't get up in the morning. Oh, which is why we haven't seen him since. Classic. Yeah. Um... Episode two is Rick is Rick is in Rick is in Roy, but so is Morty, and Morty's all Roy. of the five billion characters. Yeah, that's the, that's the oh, and Summer's doing a Die Hard. Yeah, that's the episode. That's literally the episode for that need one. There's we not say much more. more to it. Yeah, well, we we need to say that Peter Dinklage nails a Hans Gruber impression <laughs> despite not doing a German accent, and yep. I don't know how. That's very good. Yeah. Oh yeah, and, and yeah, Peter Dinklage is in it. Let's just let's just say they they got Peter Dinklage. Dinklage, Dinklage, Dito. Game of Thro- Game of Thrones alumni and Elf, which we spoke about. Dude, uh, we're we're announcing this now. Christmas time, we're doing we're doing Die Hard and Elf. I forget often that when we record this, we are all we are recording is the is the audio. Yeah. And so if so I do, do a, a little, if thing, I say like, dude, and I do a little, like, like shake my head around, I move my hands about. You can kind of tell from the way you say it. I listen back to it in the in the edit, and I know what you're. Maybe it's because I yeah, know you. Because well. you've seen me as well. You've seen me doing do it. Do you think? Time. Do you think I remember the actions that you do when you're on the camera? No, but I think probably you are. Do you remember you what I do? Do you remember? Seen... Do you remember physically what I? If you listen back to this, would you remember that I was like fiddling with a TV controller for the whole episode? No, I don't. But I think I can imagine. See? I can imagine. I, was, I can imagine, imagine when, me fiddling with a TV. No, 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 but I can imagine. No, no, not specifically that. But I can imagine when I, if I listen back, I can imagine the kind of hand movements that you make because I know the kind of hand movements that you make and the kind of way that you most articulate the way that you move your, the way that you move your head, the way that you make. Yeah, a lot of just kind of like. Yeah, this to yeah, audience a lot of interpretation. Yeah, a lot of this, a, a lot, lot of, you know, a lot of this and that and and this and yeah, <laughs> a lot basically, of that. yeah, a lot of that. A lot of yeah. that. If you couldn't, if you if you if you couldn't tell, we're doing controversial hand movements. Some controversial ones. Um, yeah, you you can tell anyway. I I, I know what you mean, but yeah. So, 
we'll do Die Hard and we'll do Elf and we'll also release Bill and Ted and Wayne's World and I look down to see you having I think removing your whole hand from your mouth <laughs> controversial hand movement dog controversial hand that is a controversial hand movement um yeah I mean, I mean episode 2 is not like not less happens less uh, significant story development happens it's a classic Rick and Morty isolated adventure where they're just doing a, doing a crazy a great one. Oh, and it's and it's a callback to Blitz and Chits because it's Roy yep. in there, which is an episode we had earlier where they play Roy. They play Roy. Uh, they play Roy a few remember times. Roy, do you remember Roy the the guy the, the TV the, show the Irish TV show with the paper boy? That too. Mm-hmm. But do you remember Roy the exam the exam invigilator at school? Yes, he was a, he was a laugh. I do, I do, I do. He was good fun, wasn't he? Episode two is a lot more classic Rick and Morty, but again, like it's just that it just feels a bit more bespoke than it used to, and mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just because we've waited a while for it, but I genuinely do think it is just stepping up and up and up and up and up, and mm-hmm. um, you know, and they even do leave that open in the sense because at the end of the episode, one of the five billion Mortys is left in the Roy machine. Mm-hmm. And they take the Roy machine off to storage with a power pack attached to it. Mm-hmm. So at some point, there is definitely scope to. It sounds stupid. It sounds far fetched, but like they totally could bring. It's Marta, isn't it? Mm-hmm. They totally could bring her through into the series again, and either go into the Roy machine or somehow she'll come into the real world. And it sounds like it won't happen, but like totally it could Mr. Hmm. Poopy Butthole didn't seem like he'd be a recurring character but Mr. <laughs> Poopy Butthole are. appears but at the end of every season now. <laughs> you know so I wouldn't be surprised and that's what that seems like what they're doing more is just continuing bits on throughout and um yeah yeah there is that really weird what is that bit in it where the one of one of Hans Gruber's guys is like earlier when you Kill, killed me and shot me through the table summer you pulled me out of a dark place I ate, I ate a kid once and oh yeah, yeah yeah then he just turns into a weird monster and flies off yeah weird what is cool. that I don't know I, I, I just didn't get it like no, I was just like what, like what um, it was not a problem that's not like a yeah right. I, yeah it's not a grab I just maybe maybe I'm just not high IQ enough maybe I'm not got a high yeah, enough look into that maybe I'm a Jerry oh I'm such a Jerry, Jerry. Oh jeez, man! Oh jeez, I'm such a Jerry. Oh jeez, oh, Rick. Oh jeez. Oh jeez, Rick. Oh jeez. Oh jeez. Oh jeez, Rick. Um, I think I think probably. Do you do you have anything like more to say about Rick and Morty? I don't think particularly. Other than Let me just have a look at my nose. Let me have a look. Let me have a look at my nose. You can do that too. Oh. They've totally upped the sweat. You look like you did as a kid now. You look exactly like you did when you were, like, a kid. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've totally upped the swearing. Weirdly. Yes. That's not a gripe. That's not a positive oh, or a he negative. Says but, but he, but says he says twat. But he says twat. He says twat. Yeah. What the hell? Don't stop it. But, yeah, they're... they're, they're they are literally they they are swearing a lot, but they but they never used to. They used to they used to do the funny thing where it'd cut just before or yeah. it'd like or, a sound or, would play over yeah. it or something. I mean they always did a little bit of swearing. There also, was maybe a also, couple was, of seasons. Also it was all, always on, on channel four, it always I think it was always bleeped out, wasn't it, as well? Yeah, well no, but actually it was as well if you watch it on Netflix. Like actually that was a thing in the show. Yeah. They bleeped out that was just a a, a show thing. Yeah. 
But they've, hmm. like, actually they're doing it a lot now. And it's not a problem. It's not, a, like I said, it's not a positive or a negative. It's just really weird that they've suddenly started doing that. I don't, hmm. I don't know. Oh, there was my one great, okay? It's the second time definitely in two seasons. It's a thing that they've done before. Making a joke about the lack of diversity in your show mm-hmm. can be funny if it's self-referential and you go, this show has a weird lack of diversity. And then you change that. And then you go, and okay, diversification for the sake of diversification can be bad, right? Mm-hmm. But if you are posing it yourself as a problem and going, this is a problem that this show is not very diverse, and then you don't do anything to fix that, and then the next season you come back and go, this is still a problem that this show is not very diverse, <laughs> make the show fucking diverse then. Yeah. Like, yeah, bring weird. someone else in. I don't know. Yeah. Or, or, or shut up. Like, don't make the joke. Because yeah. it's not funny if you are the one in control of that. Mm-hmm. If it was, like, an improvised line from someone who is not in control of that sort of thing. But Justin Roiland absolutely has creative control over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- just, just do it, then. Just make just make it not, like, three white blokes and one woman. Yeah. That's okay to do. Or it will just shut up about the joke. I don't know. That's, like, the second time that joke has now been made. into Because it was made in the Thanksgiving Turkey episode quite a mm-hmm. lot last season. Um, so either don't make the joke or, you know, make the joke, haha, funny joke, but then actually follow the message behind that joke and change it. Um, it's a re it's a, it's a fairly minor gripe, but like, I don't know. I just kind of, I, I grow very much tired of this sort of performative, <laughs> we're real self-aware of this problem that we perpetrate. Okay. Don't fucking perpetrate it then. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a it's not a huge problem. It absolutely isn't like a problem with the show. It's just no. a thing of, like, if you know that it's a problem, fix the problem. Yeah, yeah. But that yeah, that's it. That's 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 Rick and Morty episode two. I mean, we'll we'll come back and we'll talk about the whole season um, when we do our big multi-season roundup at Bonanza. the end of September, possibly oh, October. Yeah, it will be in the next. It will be in the next month or two, definitely. Um, not at the end of September because we're going to do Intergalactic. Ah, yeah. Ah. Um, which is a show that I'm looking forward to talking about. Ah. Um, so the the ah. customary thing that we do, the big ah. thing that we always do, and if you aren't familiar with our rating system, I'm going to waste no time explaining it. Go back and listen to our previous episodes. Is this? Two episodes of Rick and Morty. Is it better or worse it's than Groot's better Pursuit? better than Groot's Pursuit. It is. By far. Are you sure? Million miles. Are you sure it was better than the worst thing we've ever watched? Yep. Controversial. Floor level. I know. Floor level, this rating system. I'd say probably cave level. Like if level anything. Of, like, you know those videos of the guys and they go in the tiny cave? Yeah, the spelunking. No, yep. but it's floor, I mean, like, it's floor level of the core of the earth. Yep floor level of those dudes spelunking mm. and yes. then below that yeah. I, but I, do you know what this is a really bold sort of prediction and I really like Kid Cudi and I really like the Into the Spider-Verse animated style but if anything that we're doing is going to get close to it I could weirdly see it being Intergalactic Intergalactic could be a huge swing and a miss it could be I hope I it's not I really Actually, hope it's that's good. another trailer that I watched yeah it did come out, the, the trailer for it, there was one a couple of days ago, wasn't I it? I thought it looked pretty good. It, it, no, it totally does look good, but it's this sort of thing 
that every so often comes out and is a big swing and a miss yeah. from you know um yeah but and, and i i hope it looks like good. in in every sort of like in every way should be a hit should be brilliant yeah. it comes no, out it just and isn't. it's a nightmare yeah, but I, I, I hope it's not, because like I said, I love Kid Cudi, I love the animated style. Uh, I think Timothy Chalamet's in it. He is, yeah. He is. Um, and so every all signs point towards good, but I'm all, I, all I'm saying is I think if anything we cover is going to break it, that'll be the one. But we said that about Elvis, and Elvis was awesome, so... Um, we said that about Elvis the person, we said Elvis was Elvis the person was going to be worse than Morbius. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but we yeah we we thought that with Elvis and Elvis was excellent, so I I I think it will be fine, but yeah, who knows? Um, Jaden Smith's think, in it. That is true. Jaden Smith is in it. I think it's mostly just Kid Cudi's friends that are in it. Oh, seven oh shakes in it. Let me have a look at this cast. Uh. Ooh. Jessica Williams of Fantastic Beasts. Sequels oh, of Dumbledore yeah. fame. Vanessa Hudgens. And Crimes of Grindelwald. Laura Harrier's in it. And Macaulay Culkin's in it. Macaulay Culkin. Oh it's got a good cast. Okay, well, like, it should be good. It should be. Uh, let's see, I guess. Uh, we'll find out on the 30th of September 2022. It feels Ooh. like a really long time I've been waiting for that, actually. I think he announced it like a year or two ago. He announced the album because there's an album that was supposed to come out with it. He announced that like a couple of years ago. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it, but we'll, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think that about, I think that about does it for the, uh, for the episodes, for the episode. So, uh, tell, tell a friend, tell, uh, much like Kid Cudi phoned all of his friends and said, Hey, do you want to do a TV show? Phone up your friends and say, Hey, do you want to listen to a podcast? Maybe, you know, and they'll go together. But they'll go, yeah. They'll go, yeah. Interesting. But let's see Pat, uh, Paul Allen's podcast. Yeah, so tell a friend, leave a review. Uh, you can do that on any of the, the podcast streaming services. What else can you do on one of the, on, on a couple of those podcast scream, streaming services? Podcast streaming services. Uh, what else can you do on podcast, podcast streaming scream, services? Podcast screaming. You can listen to Alfie Deverell's new album. Dude, I forgot about this somehow. Yeah. I made, I, I was going to say about talking about this on the podcast. Yeah, plug the album. I made some fucking music. We'll also talk about it in the No Man's Sky one as well. We'll oh, dedicate freaking, more yeah. time to it in that because it'll um, be on Spotify by then, won't it? Yeah. So, we'll, yeah. I yeah, mean, so listen to listen to I'm going to link that. Uh, so, in the description on any of the platforms that you listen to this on I made some, you have to click on a link I made some music I made some tunes how many Maybe albums I have you done like, now oh uh, this is my second solo album there you go and boy is it a good one from what I've heard I actually haven't been able to listen to the whole thing yet because I no! can't the file fake fan but, Fake no, fan. I was I on a on a side note. I really appreciated when you sent that to me because I saw the email before you sent the text. Mm-hmm. But uh, I very much appreciated that. But I couldn't unzip it. But what I have listened to, you're one I of one of four really motherfuckers. Liked. You're one of four motherfuckers. I really appreciate that. But 
Yeah, I loved the track that you sent me initially. I thought that was excellent. I've listened to that a few times without actually needing to or telling you. It's a very good song. Um, yeah, so that'd be great if you listen to that. In a couple of days after this, we will return with a No Man's Sky uh, discussion thing. So one of my one we... of my one of my Josh's, I think, favorite ever thing. Yeah, one of our most played games as well. We've yeah, put hundreds of hours into that. Yeah, yeah. Um, real sort of uh, like yeah a real 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 like we've really just wanted to talk about that it's not relevant to anything particularly coming out we just want to so yep. we will put together uh, a little something whether it will be in the form of a review or a discussion or maybe a topic of what's happening with the game or all of the above how long it will be who knows but it is coming and it will be a couple of days after this a week at the most um so if you could listen to that that would be excellent Audible free trial, you know the drill. You don't read books, listen to them. That's the episode. <laughs> Thank Laters. you very much. Laters. <laughs>